Welcome to the Uplevel Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Ali Gregoire. If you want to take your life to the next level, eliminate stress, become healthier, wealthier, and more in tune with energy, intuition, and how to manifest the life of your dreams, you are in the right place. Each week, we are going to dive deep on topics that will get you thinking outside the box and help you completely transform from the inside out. Because when you change your thinking, you can transform your life, and then anything you want is in reach. Let's get started. In today's episode, we wrap up a four-part series inspired by the book, The Four Agreements. If you've not listened to parts one, two, or three yet, I encourage you to go back and listen to those episodes first because today's episode is going to bring everything together. I know this book gets a lot of praise and and many people have read it, but uh, a lot of people haven't read it. And if you haven't, I encourage you after today's episode to go and pick up a copy of the book because even though you've listened to the four parts here, you're going to understand and resonate with different things when you read it and it's a really quick book to read. So the fourth agreement is always do your best. At first glance this might look like yet another thing to change about yourself or ourselves. Do my best in every scenario. It's like okay I'll do that moving forward. I'll think about that and then most likely forget about it. As we dive in today I invite you to start realizing that in every moment up until this one right now, you have done your best, which will help you free your mind of guilt, judgment, and resentment towards yourself and open up more peace, more clarity, and love for yourself moving forward. And that is the foundation of living a truly happy life is peace, clarity, and love. And everything else falls into place following health, wealth, relationships. The thing with all of these and everything in life, so all of these um different agreements that the four agreements goes into, and there's even a fifth agreement, which we can go into at a later point, is that it's a practice. We don't read a book or listen to a podcast or watch a TED talk and instantly change our life. We don't walk away from that situation and say, okay, I have the keys to happiness. It really starts with this spark, something that grabs your attention And for a great majority of us, it actually even starts with a bump in the road. I talk a lot about being on autopilot and how to get off autopilot. That's really the foundation of a lot of what I talk about here in the podcast. That bump in the road is like a flat tire. For some, it's even maybe a metaphorical major accident that causes you to reevaluate your life as it stands today. So rather than a bump in the road, it could be like rock bottom. And all of these experiences could include being laid off or let go from your job, could be the loss of a family member, a near-death experience, or a health scare. That's the case for a lot of people. 
It's really anything that gets us out of our comfort zone of life and changes up our status quo, our autopilot that gets us reevaluating everything and just identifying where is it that I need change because I'm not happy. So rest easy knowing that every moment you had in your life, you have done your best. The key is determining where you want to move the needle in your life. What areas that you want to grow in, what you want to improve. For most people, it's an area within the realm of health, wealth, relationships, or just personal happiness. And an interesting exercise that I was thinking about is if you had to rate each one of those areas in your life from one to five, five being that you're really happy with how things are going for you, what would yours be? And maybe then you look at which one of those needs growth and improvement the most and focus on that one right now. Not letting the other ones fall to the wayside, but making small improvements in the one that needs the most improvement, that contributes to your holistic well-being, everything being in balance. It's nothing new that we now live in a society of instant gratification, of two-day and even one-day Amazon shipping, going on social media and catching up with people immediately. We want things now. We want to know what the fastest way to grow and reach success is. We want the fastest way for transformation, for the best body, the best shape that we can be in. What's the fastest way I can get there because I want it right now. In the four agreements, there was a particular story that stood out to me that applies to all of us and implies to this very situation. And it was about a man that wanted to transcend his suffering, so he went to a Buddhist temple to find a master to help him. And he asked the master if he meditated for four hours a day, how long would it take him to transcend or transform? And the master replied and said, perhaps 10 years. So then he asked, what if I meditate for eight hours a day? How long will it take? Thinking that it would speed up his transformation, his transcendence. And the master replied, 20 years. And the man was really puzzled. Like, why would it take me longer if I spent more time on my, my transformation, on meditation? And the master replied with the wisdom that we all need to hear. He said, you're not here to sacrifice your joy or your life. You're here to live, to be happy, to love. If you can do your best in two hours of meditation, but you spend eight hours instead, you're going to grow tired, you'll miss the point, and you won't enjoy life. Life will be out of balance for you. And that can so often be the case for many moms and dads in their 30s and 40s when they have little ones to take after and they focus their entire life and their well-being on their children and then they get into their late 40s or 50s and they realize they've really forgotten about themselves that right there is the example that you have the opportunity to change rewrite the script the norm 
for our younger ones, our younger generation, and putting ourselves first, those are that are in our 30s and our 40s right now, putting yourself and your well-being first without feeling guilty or resentful or that you're missing out on anything. I know it's so hard because the mainstream, the norm, what we learned And what we even expect of ourselves is to put everybody else first. But that's not true anymore. We want the fit and the healthy body. We want the abundance of money, stress-free relationships, and ultimate happiness. But a lot of times, we're not willing to do the work. And we're not even willing to face the fact that we're not willing to do the work. We're almost ignorant to that fact. The work takes time. It's easier, right, to live our current life than it is to dig deep, discover our blind spots, spend money on a transformation program, on coaching, and then transcend to this life of peace, happiness, love, abundance with the healthy body, with the abundance of money, with the healthy relationships. But really, what would you rather do? Would you rather have a year or couple years where the seas got a little rough in order to reach that dreamy island and live your best life? Or would you rather just stay out to sea, getting blown around each time there's a storm and then the storm passes and you're just kind of floating along and never really reaching land, reaching that dream life? So going back to always doing our best, the focus of this episode, it's about focusing on balance. Focus on stretching yourself in some way each week or each day. Maybe it's developing a new daily habit for yourself. But don't overdo it. Don't become addicted to it to the point where it ruins your day if you don't do it. A perfect example of that is meditation or working out. Let's say you go 15 days straight and you're on a roll and you're meditating or you're exercising daily, you're fitting it all in, and then just one day you can't seem to fit it in and it kind of sends you into a spiral. I've seen this so often with clients and I've been studying even my own habits for years and This is really so true for so many of us that we attach this meaning to something. We generalize just a simple situation that we're in. We generalize it. That's what our brain does naturally. But what will set you apart and help to transcend your life and really transform in the areas that you want to quicker than the average person is to not attach any meaning, to not generalize something so small, so trivial for the fact that you're a failure or you can't ever commit to anything because this is just another example in the road. Missing a day means nothing. Even missing a few days means nothing. Is it great? It's not great or not great. It's not good or bad, right? Just attach no meaning to it. Missing an opportunity means nothing. You did your best that day. Move on. 
Keep striving for your best each day. Let each new day be your new benchmark, right? When you wake up and you put your feet on the ground, this is a new day and what happened yesterday really doesn't matter. It Yesterday helped you get to today, but yesterday is gone. Focus on today. Why do you make decisions based on what happened yesterday? You could even go so far as to apply this to everything in your life and even public speaking. Let's take that one for an example. Let's say that you really want to spread your message, but you have this fear of public speaking because back in fifth grade, you did a speech and everybody laughed at you. Or that happened in 10th grade, right? When we had to do a lot of presentations. I remember being in 10th and 11th and 12th grade and I would have my note cards and I would be stressing about presentations for at least a week leading up to it. And then I would be trembling up there in front of the the class. And I doubt anybody was laughing at me or making fun of me. There's always going to be people that do that. The thing is, you know, we're all judgment-making machines. So the way to get over the fear of judgment is to just understand you're going to be judged. The goal in life is not to eliminate stress or become resistant to shame. It's to become resilient. You know, asking yourself, how am I feeling today? And then letting your day have a little bit of flexibility based on how you're feeling. The moon cycles, sun flares, energy of the economy, and even energy of those around us are all going to affect us and how we feel. But becoming resilient, becoming able to bounce back faster from the struggles in life, from illness, is the ultimate goal. That is success. The subconscious mind, the part of our mind that really affects our automatic feelings and our decisions, it learns through lessons. And these lessons go way back to infancy. And some of them we don't even have conscious awareness of. Well, that's why it's called the subconscious mind, because we don't have that conscious awareness. It's not something we think about before we make decisions. And these lessons that we learned from the time when we were little babies is really powerful. And so, you know, this transformation and this work that I'm talking about doing and a year or years worth of really digging deep and understanding where all of your programming came from that affects your decisions and and the way you see yourself and your success today is really important work to be doing. I don't think any of us can really escape that. So have that dedication to really understanding what is it that I want today? What will move the needle for me in my transformation today? And then digging deep to understand where the programming that you have today around that goal comes from healing in that area and moving forward. Each experience, both good and bad, is a lesson that's stored in our subconscious mind. And that bank is called upon anytime we want to make a decision or we have emotions, right? When we get really upset about what some someone else did, 
that automatic triggering of emotions and, and feeling sad or mad or angry, right? That all comes from our subconscious mind. And if there are open wounds that we haven't ever healed from, but maybe we don't think about anymore, those need to be healed in order to move forward. So if you're stuck in anywhere in your life, that may be the key. And that's what I mean when I say blind spots. There are these areas in our life that we thought we forgot about. I thought I forgot about the fifth grade speech that I did where I tried to run for class president or whatever the role was. And I was so embarrassed by my speech. I still remember that to this day. And it took a coach a voice coach, a very powerful voice coach, coach Tracy Goodwin. You can look her up if you're ever interested in public speaking and being able to strengthen your confidence, your ability to run meetings and command a room. That was really powerful for me, but I didn't uncover it until somebody actually asked me the question, well, who told you that you're not smart? And it didn't come to me right away, but it came to me when I was just driving along and thinking about that question for several days before I said to myself, huh, I can remember that experience so vividly to this day. And that means something. That means that it was really impactful and I really need to heal from that. And there's exercises that you can do to heal from those things, right? You can write yourself a letter, a forgiveness letter. You can journal about it and, you know, tell your fifth grade self what she needed to hear. And that energy in itself, just putting pen to paper and really writing it out is so powerful, so overlooked, so powerful though. And that is what I'm talking about when I talk about healing, how we heal. Most of us have not been taught about quantum physics, how we speak our life into existence, how the current health, wealth, relationship, or happiness issues that we face today are a direct effect of how we think and feel about ourselves, what we say to ourselves, what we say to other people. But this is slowly being learned as we get older, and there's certain people out there that are trying to spread this message, and I am one of them. And these episodes to come will really dive a lot deeper into the words that we speak to ourselves. And I've even wrapped up a podcast episode a couple episodes ago that really talked about our words and and you speaking your health or your wealth struggles into existence by saying things like, well, I can't afford that. That may be the case. But just changing your language to say, I choose not to have that right now, tells the universe, gets that message and that energy out there that you're open to abundance. And then abundance flows to you. As we have those rock bottom moments, we learn. And we seek out what truly makes us happy. And that really all starts with you. You deciding that you want to do that. So do your best today and always. Rest easy knowing that you have done your best yesterday and years previously. I've forgiven my fifth grade self. I have talked to her and and really told her that she did her best in that fifth grade speech. And that helped me heal from it. So with that, we're going to wrap up 
our four-part series here and move on to a different topic next week. But I appreciate you all for being here. Thank you, as always, for listening, and I'll catch you on the next episode. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Uplevel Your Life podcast. If you found value from this episode, please recommend it to a friend or family member who would benefit too. Also, if you've enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to leave a review and share it on your social media channels as it will help me reach more people. Thanks so much again, and I'll see you on the next episode.